Welcome to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show for friends you can trust. Every week, we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies since high school, and we aim to bring you honest conversation on relevant cinema. I am your host this week, Brand Bulby, and I have with me my co-host, Sean Bulby. Hey! I just, hey. Brandon, I just got a YouTube notification that says that Monthly Movie Dispatch is streaming. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is live. Hopefully everyone here is watching yeah. live. I did have one note, even though we are live, make sure to check the audio levels as you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Because we I, did yeah. that before. Yep, we're good. Okay, you're on top of it. We're good. Yep. Okay, so today we're going to be reviewing the film Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, this is the... Not, not to be confused with TikTok Boom or... Click, click, boom, as yeah. Nick Moffat specified. <laughs> yeah, pointed I, out. I believe this is Lin Manuel Miranda's Lin Manuel Miranda's uh, directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Possibly, I believe, I believe so too. Uh, Maybe he has something really small before, but yeah, let me, um, directorial debut. Let me just make sure, especially but, on yeah. the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's starring Andrew Garfield, uh, Alexander Ship. And Robin de Jesus. Uh, the plot description is on the cusp of his 30th birthday, a promising young theater composer navigates love, friendship, and the pressures of life as an artist in New York City. Uh, I wanted to start out a little bit just talking about Lin Manuel Miranda because um, we all have seen a good amount of his work at mm-hmm. this point. Um, I remember going home and we all watched 21 Chump Street together. Uh, this last summer when we were there, which is his like small BAM um, production that you can oh, find yeah. on YouTube. It's just like 12 minutes long. And I like I got hooked on that for a couple of weeks and listened to it like 10 times in the background just on YouTube on repeat mm-hmm. um, while it's playing video games and stuff. And that's really fun. We also really recently like rewatched Hamilton together <clears throat> with my fam- with our family, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, it's a masterpiece. It's a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah, I don't think I knew it at at the beginning, but now that I've seen it maybe four times, it's just yeah, incredible. Yeah, agree. Obviously, what else is there to say? Um, I think that's pretty well known. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, doesn't doesn't need our <clears throat> Jesus. Oh. I'm just getting just getting over a cold. Uh, uh, yeah, doesn't necessarily need our seal of approval, nice. but it has it yeah definitely um and then me and you discussed on this show in the heights together um Mm -hmm. his musical that got adapted into a film uh this past year Mm -hmm. Um, both really liked it yeah we both thought it was actually really creative inspired Mm -hmm. adaptation that did things well on screen yeah um brought the musical to life on screen and created yeah definitely that one was directed by john m chu uh not Lin-Manuel Miranda, but um, right. yeah, def- based on his play or his mm-hmm. musical. And last but not least, we're all mega fans of the film, the indie film kind of blind spotting, mm-hmm. which everyone should see. And he didn't, he wasn't like a huge part of that movie. He just did um, a handful of the like hip hop um, rap scenes and wrote the lyrics mm-hmm. and structured those out. He wasn't actually in the movie, but he, uh, he helped do the music for the mm-hmm. film. And it was mind-blowingly amazing. Yeah. I also just uh, saw that he he uh, was 
uh, worked on the new movie Encanto as well, the the Encanto. Disney film. Yeah. Do tell new Disney animated film or what? Yeah, it just it just came out um, a couple weeks ago or or last okay. week, and it uh, yeah, it's just the new Disney um, animated yeah, film of the year that right. he did the mu- yeah he did the music for. Awesome. Some of the music. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. that makes me even more excited to see that because mm-hmm. you know he worked on Moana as well, mm-hmm. and that's it's one of the better um, straight Disney animated productions and yep. a lot of that is attributed to like the music actually hits pretty well on that too mm-hmm. um so all this to say this is why we're you know pretty excited to see his directorial debut um, yeah it was straight to netflix you can go check it out right now uh tick tick boom so with all that uh sean what was your kind of like initial impressions yeah um you know we've we just talked a lot about lin-manuel miranda as a really great songwriter and and i playwright i i never know how is is he do you say playwright or what is his job there's uh, yeah in in the he doesn't do plays he does musicals and in musicals there's the music and there's the book yeah yeah um he's a good book writer uh-huh. Or no music, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know music that word. Writer. But yeah, I don't we all think he necessarily is attributes to all the books. <clears throat> I think he has people he works with that yeah. does the helps him with the scripts. Okay. Yeah, he's really he's really great at that all that stuff. Um, but I um, I now know that he he has a really great eye for storytelling in film as well. Um, I think he did he has just kind of. Um, has an understanding of how to tell a story um, in a really unique and interesting way. Um, the way that he's able to kind of abstract um, things and what, what's going on in, in this, this story is, I think, really interesting where he's cutting between <clears throat> things. <laughs> Sorry, that's going to be all show, Brandon. Okay. <laughs> There's no fighting it. Um, yeah, he's like cutting between this live show um, of um, the of Tick Tick Boom of Tick Tick Boom performed by uh, Jonathan Larson in front of an audience, uh, like in the future, and that story is about you know, you know and, and cutting back and forth between the actual like kind of here and now story, yeah, and, and what's going on with it um, as he's kind of writing an older play uh, or musical that that he kind of spent, you know, almost a decade writing. Um, And I think like the way he he puts all that together is really great. It's really well paced um, and I think shows a lot of promise for him as a filmmaker as well, for Lin-Manuel Miranda as a a filmmaker. also, like, I think the performances in this movie really carry it. Uh, Andrew Garfield is really fantastic and I think owns this performance in, in, a, in a really uh, kind he's, of a, he's a stunning so way. Yeah, I was Honestly, I was turned shocked. out to be like the best, like most unique working actor and just in the stuff he chooses. Yeah. And the, and the directors he works with. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like... He's like just choosing his movies and yeah, definitely. He's always doing something interesting. Um, yeah. And, and I love seeing these type kinds of stories from actors who have, you know, who start out with movies like the amazing Spider-Man, which, you know, was pretty, uh, you know, criticized a lot. And, 
Uh, a lot of people didn't like that movie, <clears throat> but from that that big blockbuster type movie, and really choosing his roles and and really showing that he's a great talent. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. I, I think he he you know he's kind of he kind of blew me away in this movie, and he really. You know, I, I know Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, like in In the Heights, he or I don't know if it was necessarily his decision, but uh, there were a lot of Broadway stars that were right. cast in that movie. Um, people yeah. who, you know, do this kind of stuff every every day, and, yeah. you know, literally every day and, and go out and perform um, that. They, and they did a really great job of carrying that movie. Uh, and I think Andrew Gar Andrew Garfield just kind of slides right into that, and and he really gives a big kind of theatrical performance for this movie, and it works really well. And I think that really carried me. Um, his, his voice works; it works well enough. Like I think it helps that these are in mostly just rock songs. Mm -hmm. um, but it and then it also is apparent sometimes when he's doing that duet, like with the people in his show, and you're like, oh, like. The people next to him actually are probably professional singers yeah. and you just hear that extra power mm -hmm. but like there's plenty of performances in here where he holds, him yeah. holds his own and that's I, I didn't expect that from i him. totally agree with you although um i don't think that that i think that it kind of works for this movie just because you know like lin-manuel miranda himself is a incredible musician and and uh writer but he's not that good of a singer and it could very well be true that the um, John, Jonathan Larson also wasn't, yeah. you know, he's a, he probably can't really, um, you right. know. Right. He starred in probably Tick, Tick, Boom because it was mm -hmm. autobiographical yeah. and he wanted to put himself in there. But yeah. I, he didn't do that for his other things. Yeah. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about Jonathan Larson. Yeah. Because I didn't know what this movie was about at all. Yeah. And need, I didn't know what this either. movie was about until it ended. And they kind of tell you, like, like this really? is the guy. I mean, and I'm sure everyone else does know what it's about. Like, this is the guy that did Rent. This is the thing he did right before Rent. Uh -huh. But you're also watching mostly him trying to do the thing he did before this, which gave him inspire, like, inspired mm -hmm. him to do Tick, Tick, Boom. And it's like, it's these like little lesser known works before he goes on to do his masterpiece that everyone knows and loves. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I really haven't seen Rent. I don't really know the story, but just in general, it's you know considered like one of the mm -hmm. best you know musicals. So it, it's like an interesting perspective. It actually didn't come together for me until mm -hmm. the very end, which I'm actually <clears throat> kind of sad about uh -huh. because I probably would have gotten a lot more out of it in the time knowing it was a true story um knowing that these were real songs from tick tick boom yeah and i kind of thought lin-manuel miranda was writing most of the music in this film and i was mm -hmm. confused at why it wasn't like his in his style yeah um so you could probably now just picture all the confusion yeah well maybe should, should we maybe we should just say for the audience like what the what exactly this movie is so so yeah so it's or do you want to go ahead yeah sure uh okay. so so this this movie is based on a a what was it called it was like a, a rock monologue is what is what they called it right okay. I, th I think is what that, that makes total sense if that's not what they did and it's for. that that performance that he was doing with you know um kind of seemingly in the future of this movie uh, that this movie takes place in and 
So <clears throat> Jonathan Larson wrote this uh, this rock monologue uh, that he performed and he made and performed before he wrote and uh, before Rent came out and which yeah. kind of blew up. Uh, and this, the movie, the, the uh, monologue, rock monologue, tick tick boom, is about him writing and trying to get uh, his first, uh, first musical, musical rock musical made. Yeah. And it's kind of about like that, kind of that struggling artist's story. And so it's kind yeah. of cutting between these two timelines, and um, it, it kind of all comes together in the end. And it, yeah. It, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that I was also a little bit confused, although I kind of had a better idea of what this movie was about uh, beforehand than it sounds like you did. But um, yeah, because I remember like when they're in rehearsing his first musical and they finally start singing the like, you know, it's like supposed to be the sci fi rock epic. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then just like everything started clicking. Because yeah. I was like, we're not watching, we're watching a different musical about this musical. Yeah. And then like it all started forming in my head. And then at the end, I found out it was mostly all true story and, mm -hmm. um, or autobiographical. So a yeah. lot of it clicked. Yeah. I was like, like in my head, I was like, Stephen Sondheim, like you're, you're just going to, yeah, of course, Stephen Sondheim's just going to walk in a room and, and get this guy <laughs> call and like, uh -huh. like, <clears throat> But like, no, it probably happened. This took place in 1990. Stephen Sondheim was yeah. probably out and about looking for like young people to talk to. And yeah, I do want to mention, like, I don't know if you heard, Stephen Sondheim died yesterday. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's he. Yeah, he he passed away. One of the greatest legends in musical theater history. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody, anybody, and everybody that works um, on Broadway is in, is inspired by him. Mm -hmm. uh, West Side Story is about to come out by Steven mm -hmm. Spielberg at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, and that was, I don't know if that's his first one or his first big one. That's what this um, movie but, you know, claimed, right? Or at least, I don't know. Well, they yeah, never say West Side Story. Yeah, I think they do. I'm a guess. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, yeah, it's West Side Story then. So they yeah. mentioned that several times in this movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just want to throw that piece of info out there. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I did um I hadn't heard that. Not I honestly I probably wouldn't have known the name until right. this movie. Um I'm not not maybe I I know a lot more of his work than I uh realize, but um yeah. I, yeah. So, I do want to um say my initial thoughts mm -hmm. cuz I guess I haven't really gotten there too much. But uh <laughs> I I was definitely on board a little bit less until I started figuring out what this movie actually was. Mm -hmm. When I thought we ended up with this totally original story, it was a little bit worse than what I ended up, the amount I ended up liking it at the end. Uh-huh. Um, when it came together. So I'm glad it all did come together for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fascinating, like New York City 1990s tale um, of this, you know, real life kind of like Broadway theater legend. Um, a story within a story before he reaches his big Broadway success of rent. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. I'm yeah. set in the backdrop, like obviously, cause it has to do with musicals and set in the backdrop with 1990s, like plague of HIV and how mm -hmm. it's affecting like everybody he knows around him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and just also how like, how set or grounded this is in also like new york city culture 
you could tell Lin-Manuel Miranda like lives in the city and uh -huh. you know want, has a lot to say about the city just as he did within the heights um and that bohemian yeah. type lifestyle mm -hmm. um i'll say it wasn't all perfect i have like things that you know throughout that i could talk about that you know weren't amazing but i think mm -hmm. it was a pretty solid movie overall that tells a really interesting piece of broadway history yeah it's um, fascinating to learn about I, uh, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, it, it's definitely interesting. Uh, I definitely had a lot of problems with this movie though. Um, mm -hmm. I do think, like I said earlier, the performance and kind of the Lin-Manuel Miranda's style, uh, that he brings to the movie carried it for me and, mm -hmm. and, you know, made it interesting. But I think there's, um, you know, Jonathan Larson is a fun character, but I think there is something a bit strange about and it, it comes through in this movie there's something strange about someone like him writing a <clears throat> a writing an autobiography about kind of his own greatness um yeah. for sure you know it's it's like, very it's very like holier than thou art yeah. scene studentness yeah. but i and i think that's one thing that was making me mad through most of the film mm -hmm. But then when I realized this was his not very successful second work before he did his successful work, uh -huh. I was like, we're, we're, more, we're more just being shown what this guy did before he did something amazing. Yeah. And it's okay if it's rough around the edges. Like, we're, I'm not necessarily critiquing, like I'm sitting there watching the actual musical of Tick, Tick, Boom, uh -huh. which is kind of what you're doing now. I'm watching a movie about the musical of Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. Right? Yes. which isn't necessarily a perfect <laughs> musical. So I kind of have yeah. to separate like my thoughts on Tick, Tick, Boom with what I think of the movie. Uh -huh. But I do and... think it like kind of comes through like he paints himself in a really nice light throughout this movie. Uh, he is always a likable, very likable character. Um, you know, he kind of goes through some ups and downs, but there's never really any, I, I never really feel like there was a lot of drama with, um, or, or with his struggles uh, in in his own like identity, or or him coming to terms with like what what he who he is or anything like that. Um, I never really felt like the the relate the um, the relationship with his girlfriend uh, was was very. I don't know. There there was kind of a a fakeness to it that that. Maybe it was it's because I knew that he w wrote this about himself and I just it, like there was kind of a yeah, kind of a fakeness to, you know, him portraying himself in in such a pleasant light in throughout this movie. And I don't know, it just didn't really feel like there was there was too much of a struggle with his character, uh, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's like a really bad, the movie, the storyline is like a really bad week, right? Yeah. Where he's just super stressed out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and there's bigger things happening around him that are more important. Yeah. Um, and maybe like even part of that is, is him learning that. Uh, and mm -hmm. that it's not all about like this one show where he's going to get his one big break. Um, which is 
the perspective you see for a lot it's a little bit frustrating because mm-hmm. you're like you just need, like you can't hedge your bets all on this one thing like it's obviously not going to be your big break um it's going to take a lot more work and i think some of those morals and points do come through after um a lot of him like moping around mm-hmm. with his not very consequential single debut of his show um afterwards i feel like he kind of do learn some of those lessons or hopefully he does learn some of those lessons mm-hmm. uh, which may, which to me made up for it like i was a little bit agreed i was a little bit frustrated with him at first but i think the show in some ways you know um made him made him a little bit more of a hero by the end mm-hmm. yeah i definitely do generally struggle with the struggling starving artist type story we talked about this well. before yeah we talked about it with like the 40 year old i think the 40 year old version which actually yes. i think that movie worked in in uh yeah there is some, there are some similarities but i think that movie worked in a um this is like the in, a, in a more interesting version. yeah yeah right? yeah exactly <laughs> it very much is uh but yeah, I think this movie or, or the forty-year-old version worked in in a lot of ways that this movie did not. Um, where that one was all, all about that that person struggling with with what they're doing and and um, who they are and what they want to do. Whereas this movie really didn't feel like um, it was there. There was too much of a struggle for his character. And, and yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like I want stuff that like. <clears throat> Oh, in exactly what you're saying, things that made me like kind of mad at the movie because I didn't think they were self-aware enough on some parts was like when the um, guy brings this finance bro to the party uh-huh. and he's just like the biggest doofus. He's like fish out of water, like, uh-huh. oh, these people are actually fun and cool. And and I thought that was I thought that was just so easy, such easy jabs. And I uh-huh. didn't think the movie was self-aware about what they were actually doing. Uh-huh. Um, and they do it again in this exact same way when he goes to the like the guy sells advertising, uh-huh. right? the yeah. mega corporate advertising, yeah. which is just we're so above because yeah. all they do is manipulate people. Uh-huh. And he goes in there and like everything is so. Um, parodied uh-huh. in the advertising office everyone is so stupid in that so room. stupid <laughs> but i don't necessarily they don't do that to him when he does things in his yeah. environment of yeah. like bohemianness and artsiness yeah definitely they, and they needed to maybe do it on both sides for them for it to seem self-aware mm-hmm. but so i do in some ways think like some people are just like maybe a little bit the movie is a little holier than thou yeah as well definitely um, and I will say like, I haven't, I haven't seen like rent in its entirety, but I am, I have definitely seen many, several pieces of the movie as well as like, there was a TV, um, a TV, uh, showing of like the Broadway show. I don't know if you saw, saw that, um, that we watched like for, I think it was for Christmas a couple of years ago. Anyways. Um, okay. but there, I, th- I really do think rent ha- suffers from that, um, quite a bit yeah similar thing like uh yeah just just that bohemian lifestyle kind of romanticizing poverty and romanticizing being uh, an artist yeah struggling artist and and it just and uh i i think this this actually i will say this movie does do a decent job of throwing it back in his face in a scene or two where he's you know he's 
uh, talking to his friend and saying you you know like basically saying you sold out for your this marketing position and and uh uh he's like christ jonathan you write music in your living yeah room. yeah like who are yeah. you but <laughs> yeah and so like i i did like that scene and how they threw it back in his face but i don't think that he the character really took that in or, or you know really struggled with it in any kind of meaningful way clearly not because the next musical he did in the story like timeline of the movie is he goes to like this tick tick boom which is yeah. like i don't know kind of the uh, yeah. antithesis of all that uh-huh yeah um i do think there was also some very strange songs um oh yeah <laughs> i mean and that that's that's just like straight up tick tick boom clearly isn't a perfect music yeah definitely because the songs are like amazing and there's uh -huh. some that are like straight up bad yeah a few that are like pretty great like mm -hmm. by anyone's standards yeah you but can see yeah, it is all over the place you can definitely tell like uh that, he, that he's a really good writer and he's a you know obviously from rent you you know you know he's pretty incredible but this movie has some you know you could just like the the diner song was just i was so confused by that and what was going on um, do you get it though i don't <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it worked so it's and i've showed it you what? this before it's um it's stephen did. sondheim sunday in the park with george with a bright yellow green grass sunday mm -hmm. and it's them redoing it's the end of the first act of sunday in the park with george one of his most famous songs he's ever written. Okay. But he rewrote it with lyrics about a diner. I, yeah, no. Nope. And, I, yeah, and I'm <laughs> guessing that that song is in Tick, Tick, Boom somewhere. Yeah. And he somehow works it into I... Tick, Tick, Boom as this like parody on Stephen Sondheim, Son of the Park of George. Okay. But I'm not saying it works. Yeah. I'm just saying that's the <laughs> No, I mean, that was just totally over my head. I was just watching that. I was so confused uh, I actually, why it was there. I was but, um, I was confused why I was there, but yeah, no, I, I just actually liked the lyrics that he was doing. Uh, yeah, there was some creativity like, to it for just sure. Just be at your home, like paying much less. Like, why are you here? Yeah, like, it just fine. seemed scene, totally out of really nowhere. Bad. I mean, you know, I I don't know that that went totally over my head, and I I had no idea that it was, you know, commenting on on this other. Uh, writer, but even that, but like nothing else was a parody besides that yeah. song. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I but the one that actually that I thought was really bad was like the just the New York City song was the second song that his BFF sings. Just like the lyrics are just like I'm on the subway. Oh yeah, New York City yeah. people are mean. The subway's dirty. Uh -huh. Like yeah, that was yeah. My ceiling's linking. My uh -huh. radiator sucks. New York. This is what it's like to live in New York. Yeah, it's just like the lyrics were so basic. It was yeah. like, let's write a song about and, insider baseball, in New York, but uh -huh. it's just like the most dry thing ever. And also, like, um, I will say that the 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 fact that a lot of the songs were pretty underwhelming and uh, pretty, you know, a, a bit cringy was also kind of knowing that he wrote that after this first play that that this movie is about um 
really makes it made me kind of question and second guess this whole attitude of how how amazing of a writer he is he's like i'm gonna be the voice of my generation i'm gonna change the world with my music and meanwhile i'm watching this this musical that he wrote after the one that we're seeing in the story and it's not that great and so like this whole struggling artist thing but he's so genius that and just no one understands it i'm like i felt that so much through the whole movie Uh, until at the end i learned that he did rent yeah after everything okay you you just like straight up didn't know that he did that this character did rent no, I was okay. thinking this whole time with you. I was like, this this music kind of sucks. Like, why mm-hmm. he's not going to be that great because he's not that yeah. good of a songwriter. Uh-huh. But then at the end, when I was like, oh, this is the stuff he did before Rent, mm-hmm. it clicked a little bit to me and it like yeah. made it passable. Yeah. Um, on the but it just kind hand, of though, it just kind of undercuts songs, that the the main yeah. story of how great he is and you know that whole journey. On the other hand, mm-hmm. there's songs that are like like I said, by anyone's standards are great. Mm-hmm. Not songs like I need to re-listen to, but like that are super intricate and complex and powerful and with huge vocal like swings, like the one he plays in the in Central Park in front of the stage by himself mm-hmm. or like the mm-hmm. opening song. Yep. Or like I said, it's not things I would ever turn on again. Like I see a lot of musicals, this wouldn't be the top of them, but throughout this, there are big performances and there is like talent. He doesn't suck by mm-hmm. any means yep. um, it's just not all the songs in the musical were hits yep yep yeah um, what else well the, some of the characters the side characters well I, uh, yeah I was gonna I was going to say um, do we want to like we've kind of just been talking about the movie as a whole do oh, we even want to go into a spoiler section I, I don't think spoilers we've kind of been things up yeah we've kind of been tiptoeing around some of it but also you know, it yep. is kind of the you know a real history, and um, but yeah, so we could. I, I think there, there's a couple spoilers, things I want to say about about some characters. So not a big deal, but we're gonna go into spoilers if there are any for yeah. the remainder of this. So yeah. what do you think, Sean? Go ahead. Yeah, um, I I do think like a, a lot of it did kind of come together in the end. Um, I liked that you know he didn't get a call back for for that first play and. Um, Stephen Stephen fucking Sondheim calls yeah, him back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that's if that actually big. happened or not. Yeah. Right? I wonder. That seems like a detail that's so specific. Uh-huh. Um, maybe he did. Or maybe but, it was uh, like he heard through, uh, you know, from someone or. You uh, know, Sondheim but, liked it. Yeah. And encouraged him more. Yeah. Because the movie does open with with him sit, or uh, the voiceover saying this movie, everything in this movie is entirely true except for the things that he made up. Yeah, which yeah. I think was kind of I was kind of clever and and uh, you yeah. know kind of the way you phrase it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do um, wish some of the like uh, VHS '90s VHS recordings was real though. Mm. I don't know. Like it was weird they were doing at the end. I wanted to see like. A real guy. Doing the, the you actually or something. did. You did, didn't you? During the credits. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. I stop the credits too. Maybe. Early? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was like oh, right during the. There credits, must be. But well, maybe. I yeah, there definitely right there definitely was. There was like live. You you got to see like the live performance and. Oh shit! Okay, um, I might just turn yeah, this on Netflix. Seems... I might just turn that on after this. Uh, you know, I, I did really want to see that. I did. I I like the way they did it. I think it worked really well. I think Andrew Garfield played it really well like a lot of the times with found or not found footage but like um 
yeah, just like home video recordings don't don't really work very well because the actors are are acting. But I think Andrew Garfield did a really great job of of being natural in all those. I don't know. It, it, I guess it just worked for me. And um, I, I liked that you didn't have to get over that hump of, you know, who is who in this in this uh, home video. You know, do I, I have to try to recognize the actor or, you know, the the character to the act you know but i'm actually legit gonna let the credits play um right after Mm -hmm. this yeah while i'm just like on my computer because i actually wanted to see like what he looked like and what the footage looked like so Mm -hmm. yeah um side characters side characters going on besides our guy yeah so i yeah i i think i i quite liked a lot of that all, all that actually i i I don't know if everything like tied into the main story in a in a particularly neat way, but I did really like the BFF character. I thought he was really great. I thought the his performance was really good. He's um, he was in another movie that we I think uh, we reviewed, yeah. but the boys in the band. Uh, All the boys in the band. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it was cool to see him again. Um, and this he guy must really just well. be like a really connected new york city actor because everyone's just picking him for like these very specific new york like broadway to production Mm -hmm. yeah or broadway to cinema uh, stories yeah um yeah the uh the girlfriend was a little i mean she was fine she was a little blah um (laughs) like just as a character the the performance was fine but um Mm -hmm. you know i don't i don't know how much that did for me um, I kind of liked the struggle in the beginning. I liked how they played off of each other. I, I really liked their chemistry in the very beginning, like the, that first scene where he goes, he follows her out onto the roof. Um, yeah, I really liked all the that. Cold and the jacket. <clears throat> uh-huh. and, yeah. Um, but then she just kind of agreed. She kind of just like got a little so becomes on the sideline, and she just shows up to ask. Uh-huh. Literally for an hour of this movie, she's only there to ask him if he's made up his mind or not yet. And she yeah. Disappears. Yeah. Um, and I actually really did. I, I will say I really didn't like how that turned. Like she she said, I know that or he said he couldn't he couldn't go with her to the wherever the, the Rockaways yeah. or whatever. Uh, and she said, I know I just wanted you to tell me not to go. And I was a little bit like, Ugh. yeah, that it was, was a little cliche like, right yeah cliche and a little bit like really you're just not wanted like you to fight for me yeah <laughs> and what you just because he wanted you to stay you wouldn't have pursued this career you know as a dancing instructor like i don't know the only thing she might be able to do after yeah. her injury and yeah um yeah it should have been more like him just being like you need to do this yeah and a mutual understanding uh-huh. rather than i wanted you yeah. to I, yeah it was fine yeah I, I agree it wasn't too much there um one thing i thought was interesting with his like i thought his bff actually had a richer dynamic through the mm, film yeah and especially that big the big song in central park where it's talking about his whole history mm-hmm. um with him and them growing up together and dreaming of going to new york and they went on like families would go on vacations together and stuff I, I thought that was like a really big, like deep kind of backstory for those characters. And I thought it paid off really well at the very end. So most of the movie I was like, why are they throwing in like HIV 
uh-huh. into this. Yeah. Like, how is this going to tie into? <laughs> is like, is is this just is this here so his coworker like can have some drama with him like needing to prioritize the musical or going to the hospital? Is uh-huh. there anything else it's going to tie into? And then it it doesn't out loud, but then once you realize he writes rent after. Yeah. Um, you just then it all makes sense uh-huh. that it's just like such a big part of his life. He goes on to make another musical, pretty much all about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't seen Rent, sorry, but yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a, a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Uh, yeah. yeah so I mean, that, I was I I was actually following that throughout the movie. I kind of okay. knew knew where they were going with it, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so I thought it ended up working. It took me, yeah, yeah, I was definitely. like confused for a long time and then it, and it ended up working mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I thought, yeah, I thought his, his friend was a, was a more interesting story than his girlfriend, but mm-hmm. um, they both were fine. They both worked yeah. well enough for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Any other deep cuts you got? No, not, not really. Uh, yeah. Some ups, some downs, um, uh, some fun music, some not so fun music uh yeah i don't know good to watch on netflix not necessarily like to yeah. go to a movie theater for yeah or anything i will say uh I, this i i think this is a really good example of how to do a movie like this as opposed to dear evan hansen <laughs> like uh i think the creativity of oh, this yeah. movie was like i mean i i know like of course but like I thought they were like kind of doing a lot of the same things, except for this, this movie, just even in those sad, like quiet moments, this movie managed to bring some kind of, some magic out of it. And, uh, I agree. I mean, uh, there's more yeah. creativity. Yeah. There was, yeah, it's Lynn Manuel Miranda had mm-hmm. like more thought put into this yeah, on definitely. how he was going to show you these songs in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, than a movie like Dear Evan Hansen, which mm-hmm. was awful. Yeah. 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 Great. Totally. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, nothing. Com- this though, I will say, this is nothing compared to In the Heights True. or Hamilton. Absolutely, this Lin Manuel directed this, but mm. it's about a much lesser story than Absolutely. those other ones. Yeah, so it doesn't necessarily all come together. Yeah, I wonder if this is kind of a pet project for him, where he's yeah. he was probably inspired by this character and. Uh, yeah, I mean, Lin Manuel and... Miranda was the age to live through yeah. Broadway right around this time, and mm-hmm. so Rent was probably huge for him. Yeah, and he probably definitely. even saw stuff like Tick Tick Boom off Broadway. Yeah, true. I'm guessing. I mean, it's right around that period. So, yeah, '95. Maybe he was a little young, but how old is Lin Manuel Miranda? <laughs> I think he's like 40 something, yeah. early 40s. Yeah. But uh, all right. Cool. Uh, so. That is our review of Tick, Tick, Boom. Go watch it on Netflix for free. Next week, it's a little up in the air. We might review The Power of the Dog, which has great reviews, or House of Gucci, which, um, has which is just mediocre a huge reviews. movie that's out mm-hmm. um, for obvious reasons. Um, and Sean will likely be your host. And so please like and subscribe and mm-hmm. tune in next time. All right. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.